Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to that story, Dictionary.com just added 327 new words and terms, including a bunch of Gen Z terms. That they like to use, and here are some of the highlights: bed rotting, bed rotting. Bed, does that mean just laying in bed all day? I'm these total guests laying in bed all day watching Netflix. Uh, almost the practice of spending many hours in bed during the day, but often with snacks or an electronic device wow, as yes. a voluntary retreat from activity or stress. I like okay. this. In that case, part. you would call it <laughs> bed rotting. Hmm. Um. There's the ick, which is known as a sudden feeling of disgust or dislike, often in response to the actions of another person. That This went around a lot when um, they showed Travis Kelsey yelling on the podium, the, the fight for your the right screaming. to party yes. part of it. And then they panned to Taylor <sighs> Swift. And a lot of people said she had the ick after. I, I would have the ick. Yeah. Yep. She was given that. She was just kind of like, eh. yeah. and that was right after. If you know this song, oh, sing boy. along. Okay, Not Here we this go. Part. All right. <laughs> Did you see uh, Garth Brooks uh, X'd or tweeted whatever at Travis Kelsey? It was like that was amazing. Great job. <laughs> oh, great! Let's well encourage done. him. Yeah. I wonder what Taylor's face would have looked like in that moment when she, if she would have been in the audience. Right. She's in love with him. I'm telling you. Then there's mid, M-I-D, mid. What is mid? Mid is mediocre, unimpressive, or disappointing. If you okay. are any of those things, you are mid. Or He's mid. mid. Uh, but things like movies and shows can also be mid. Okay. It's mid, but, you know, something to do if you're bored. There's nothing else on. Okay. Bussin. Bussin is great. Wonderful. Amazing. Like, Bussin is the opposite of mid. Bussin spelled B-U-S-S-I-N apostrophe. Then there's boobney. Not acne. It's boobney. 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 Pimples on your boobies? Pimples or a rash caused by your bra. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I get that mostly in the summer. I do. I would. Yeah. Uh, Barbie core. That is so Barbie core. 
that's pink outfits, accessories, or decor that celebrates Barbie. It's Barbie core. Mm-hmm. Uh, girl dinner, you've heard of that. Girl dinner often, often attractively present a collection of snacks and involve little preparation. Okay. Girl dinner. I like girl dinner. Yeah. I about girl, girl dinner. It's yeah. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna build like a charcuterie board of like Nestle Crunch bars and other treats. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Use your imagination. Cheat code. Cheat code. Cheat code. Yeah, it's like a two syllable word for hack or two syllable phrase or yeah. Cheat code. Apply your technique that bypasses traditional methods or rules. You could call it a hack or you could call it the cheat code. The cheat code to that is, mm-hmm. instead of saying, here's a hack for. Right. It makes sense. The cheat code. Range anxiety. This is funny. Anybody who drives an EV knows what range anxiety is. The fear that an electric vehicle's battery will run out of power before you get to where you're going. Yeah, see, I'd, I could never. That would I would call. I'd have so much anxiety. I don't. Think you I don't have that have with gasoline. Day. No, because you know the, there's gas stations everywhere, and there's it's not how, exactly places to plug in everywhere. And then you got to sit there and wait how long for it to charge. But it tells you ten miles till empty. Yep, three miles till empty. Sure does. I yeah. mean, you know, what a gift! It feels like I. Well, you got a little battery driving. thing on there. It tells you. How much percentage? I mean, we used a, I mean, we drove everywhere. I'm trying to think, you know, when we rented, we rented a Tesla, I think it was a Tesla X around Boston. And I mean, we went everywhere with that, say from Thursday through month, never once had to charge. No. Wow. That's pretty amazing. How many miles do you think you drove? Mm, I don't know, maybe 150, 200 miles. I mean, a lot of it was city driving, but... What about when they were talking about how um, it dies faster when you have to have the heat on and your your, your phone plugged in? Yeah, see, uh, this was a nice spring day, so there was no... Yeah, because I saw that a lot going around a lot with people when those big storms were hitting with the um, snow and the freezing rain and stuff, and they were having to, like charge them more often and everybody was charging at the same time so then they were challenged with finding the ports to plug them in like if we had the garage space i wouldn't mind having an extra vehicle mostly for around here you know for if zipping I was, around town right i'd zip around town in a convertible is what i'd be zipping around <laughs> town. little white something well yeah weather permitting but mm-hmm. yeah i I understand, like, people who have normal size houses, have you ever seen a house <laughs> with, like, a normal size house, but they've got, like, a five or six car garage? The garage is bigger than the house? Yeah, because that's what they're into. Yeah. Yes. You know, like, I don't need a huge house, but I, I would like a different vehicle for Every anything that week. comes my way. You yeah. know, like, I want a big <laughs> four-wheel drive, mm-hmm. but I want also, like, a little zippy Sexy convertible. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe an EV just because, I mean, they drive incredible. The, speaking of the Tesla Model S specifically. Yeah. It's the most incredible driving experience I've ever had. Yeah. Um, trying to think of what else, you know, and then, I, and then I got my car and, you know, maybe something practical. This happens. I see this a lot in Ross. When we drive through the neighborhoods there, for some reason, it's like people have a... 
like one of those little side by side UTV kind of things that you can drive in, like a Razor, a Polaris Razor, or something yeah. like that. They have that, or a golf cart just to drive through the neighborhood. Right. Yeah. And then sometimes almost like there's a ton of classic cars for some reason that I yeah. see in people's garages. I love that. And I'm not talking about like really old stuff. It'll be like an old Mustang yeah. or some sort classic. of, yeah, some sort of like little buggy car, like an old model Ford or something. I'll yeah. tell you, I'm so glad my parents yeah. bought a golf cart. Yeah. We putz around the neighborhood in that golf cart. All the, All the time. time. Oh, yeah. The weather is nice. And it's just so fun. You yeah. Know? Oh, I mean, our parents owned three of them at their place in Florida before they sold it. Three of them. Oh, wow. That's good. And th- I mean, that's how you got around. They'll also always have like a, like an RV or a camper. That's another thing that you see a lot uh-huh. of in like the driveway. I think that should be the new thing in housing trends, you know, multiple garages for people who... <laughs> Yep. Your house has two bedrooms, but your garage can hold 15 cars. Yeah, like the house itself is pretty <laughs> modest, you know. It's yeah. probably 1,800 square feet, but man, I got like a seven-car garage out here. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, and then there's shacket. Oh, yeah. What's a shacket? A mashup of shirt and jacket. Yeah, shacket's been around for a while. That one I know. I own a couple of shackets. Yeah, you do. They're very nice. It's a garment in the style of a button-down shirt made of a thicker fabric and usually worn over other shirts. That's what a shacket is. Shacket. Yeah. Shacket. Now everything in my mind, you've been playing Bob Marley music and know every word that you say, I'm in... Putting it into the, the like you say, putting shack it into it. a song. Yes, I'm like shack it yeah. instead of we be jamming. Same, we be shack it. You're the same thing. <laughs> and it's also just we jamming. Ah. She keeps saying we be, we be jamming, <laughs> we, we jamming. Yeah, I That's saw the movie song. yesterday. It was really good. I wow. liked it. I'm glad you liked Despite it. Despite the critics complaining about who don't like it because they don't feel it's a true biopic, but mm-hmm. it's still very, very good nevertheless. And if you look at the audience scores versus the critic scores, the audience scores are way higher. How yeah. long is it? Uh, it's not long. It's maybe an hour, 45 minutes. Oh, good. A regular normal time. Yeah, it's a normal time. It's not super long. Not crazy. Uh, seeing a sign that advertises ice cold beer doesn't seem wrong unless you're at a middle school band concert and then even, but Tennessee wants to make it taboo. Two Republican lawmakers have introduced a bill that would ban the sale of refrigerated or cold beer in Tennessee. Really? Okay. Are they, well, is the thought process, if they don't sell it cold, since people drink it cold, they won't take it directly into the car and start drinking? Yes. The goal is to curb drunk driving and reduce deadly crashes involving alcohol. Drinking and driving is already illegal in Tennessee. Isn't it illegal everywhere? Yes. But open container laws do allow those traveling in vehicles to imbibe. In the state of Tennessee. Oh, this makes sense. Oh. Okay. Because, for example, when we just went to Nashville last year for the Bengals game, we got on one of those party bus things that drives all through downtown. And the driver is obviously not drinking, but you're like, it's got clear panels and there's music playing and you can buy beer on there and everybody's like drinking and Yelling out the side. Why not just strengthen your open container law? That seems so much easier to me. Yeah. Uh, Because the bill in its present form seems pretty vague 
at, at least the version that's been released publicly, but it specifically mentions beer sold, quote, at retail. So I'm assuming bars, restaurants, and venues could still serve cold beer. Oh, yeah. Uh, some might argue that's a bigger contributor to driving under the influence sure. than beer sold at gas stations, grocery stores, and breweries. If I'm not mistaken, I, f I don't know if it's still like this, but Indiana was like that or is like that. When you go into the gas station, all of the beer is served hot in the in the case or whatever. Like they don't have a beer cave. Are there are there places that will still put your can of beer in a brown paper bag for you? So you have you seen that? Oh yeah, Covington. Yeah. Oh yeah. What, what do you mean? Like you go into yeah, you go into the into the gas station and you buy a can of beer and they put it in a small brown paper bag so you can as opposed into to the sleeve to keep it hidden. So if you're drinking it in the car, you, oh. you can't tell it's a can of beer. I got you. Yeah, some might argue that, you know, bars, restaurants, and venues are a bigger contributor to driving under the influence than cold beer sold at gas stations, grocery stores, and breweries. But lawmakers are looking to address that, too. They'd like to see caps on the number of drinks a place will serve when a person can't prove that they have a designated driver. How's that going to work? You're in a crowded bar? Are you counting in your head? I don't know. Also, like, what about... Fridge, I've uh, already gone up three times. Can you go up for me? Right. But also, like, what about if you're taking an Uber or a Lyft? If you get dropped off. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, you're like, I'm going to call an Uber. Yeah, some local breweries say this could be devastating because their beer requires refrigeration because it's fresh and unpasteurized. Oh, yeah. Others say, well... This penalizes people who buy fresh beer to take home so that they don't drink it somewhere and then drive home. Hmm. But the lawmakers say there's evidence that people are drinking and driving immediately after buying cold beer. They say there are beer cans littered all along the sides of the roads in Tennessee and inside the cars of vehicles that have been involved in crashes. I, I, again, it's just... It, Blows my. Why don't they just instill, like, install a <laughs> uh -huh. an open container clause in that? It's already cleared two hurdles in the state and is now headed to committee where it'll be debated. If this, if it passes this stage, it will head to a final vote. I wonder. I, I wonder how effective any of these laws really are. I don't know at all. I mean, how many people who are going to drive drunk are going to change this behavior? Whenever I'm in Europe, it doesn't matter what country. People don't drink and drive because they go to jail. They just instantly go to jail. In yeah. many cases, the car gets impounded. Mm -hmm. Like the penalties are so ridiculously stiff compared to U.S. laws. Yeah. That it it seems to have yeah, that, changed the behavior. It seems to, to be effective. Yeah. But we it. just, we're just not like that here no. for some reason. How often, how long do they go? You Is know, we're like about slaps on the wrist, probation. Oh, it's only your first offense. Mm-hmm. Is it like a year that they're there or is it really steep? I'd have to look it up. But I mean, you can't even have like one beer. Mm -hmm. Like if you have one beer, you better have a ride. Wow. I, you know, is, is the industry, the alcohol industry just so big here that they've got. You think it's the power? lobby? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I don't is know. Anything from that happening? That would be my guess. Yeah, or the restaurant, yeah, the bar and restaurant lobby. I don't know.
Because I mean, if that if that were the case, I mean, hmm. it would alcohol would not. Because I mean, that's where bars and restaurants. I mean, they make so much money on drinks. Oh yeah. I mean, when you see how much they pay for it and then what they charge. Yeah, my guess for would it. be they probably make more on the alcohol oh, God, than they yeah, do. Yeah, they them. do. You bet. Oh yeah. Every time you go to a Mexican restaurant and the margarita is fifteen dollars, but the meal is twelve. I yeah, mean, where's the money coming well, from? Well, and the the it costs them you know fifty cents to make worth beans, of the alcohol right? oh, yeah. to make the alcohol, oh, yeah. and then they charge fifteen bucks for the drink. God. Yeah, Isn't that crazy. It yeah, it is. is crazy. Okay, uh, here are four common things that can ruin your day, but we're following that up with good advice on how to move past it. Mm-hmm. This came from an article we found in the Huffington Post. Uh, let's start with traffic, which we all agree, most of us agree, traffic can be pretty stressful. Uh, experts suggest the best thing you can do is use the time doing something you enjoy, like listening to us. There you Yay! go. Or putting on an audio book. Maybe there was a book that you've always wanted to read, but you can never find the time. Well, there's chances are there's an audio book version of it out there. Why not play that in the car? Mm-hmm. But please do it after our show ends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two, canceled plans. Canceled plans. Our brains have a tendency to turn something small into something bigger. Like if a friend cancels plans at the last minute, we might wonder if they still like us. Oh, my God. I'm like, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Off the hook. Like in the moment, I thought it would be cool. And then I was like, why did I say yes? Mm. The only time that that ever works out for me is if somebody asks me to do something months and months and months, and I'm like, oh, sure. Yeah, I'm in. In in March, I'll totally want to do that with you. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. totally. And as it comes up, I'm like, oh, "Oh, God, what was I thinking? I know. Why do I commit to stuff in October? Did I not rent? Did I forget I was going to be busy at this point? Yeah. I always am busy in March. Right. Uh, Number three, weather. Our mood can be impacted by the weather. I know that's something Jen deals with. Like when it's gloomy or raining or we've had a lot of... disorder. It's horrible. What about today? Do you guys feel like because we have this weather alert and a weather advisory and do you feel like that's going to... Like has that bum put, a lot of people out? Yeah. Well, for me, I feel like... I, I feel slightly bummed. A, because it's been... It's like Friday... And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, you could go out to dinner tonight or you could do this or, you know, we could celebrate the weekend somehow. But now it's like, you know, white death is coming. See, I have and the you gotta opposite. you got to be off the roads by seven. Yeah, I got the opposite. I'm like, oh, now it's the perfect time to snow because I'm not going anywhere. I don't have to go anywhere. Yeah. I can just stay home and just look at it and. Or maybe fine. it'll cancel things and I won't be able to go anywhere. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> See you, bye. Yeah. yeah. It's I a little different in our house. Though. So Kristen gets really jazzed whenever there's like an impending snowstorm. She just loves weather events for some reason. She just likes to hunker down. And we live we live in the Kenwood area, so we got restaurants really close to us. So, you know, you even if we have out. to travel like literally a minute or two from our house to grab something takeout or it's pretty DoorDash, easy. it's yeah. pretty easy where we live. Uh, and then finally, our appearance, our appearance, our own appearance can ruin our day. Yeah. Bad hair day. Bad hair day or you got a big giant zit for some reason. What That's is me. going on? I've been dealing with this one on my chin for like a week right over here. Yeah. It just pops it again the other night. I'm like, come on. Uh, let's see. The best way to get past these daily annoyances is to acknowledge the emotions that come with them. Okay. Mm-hmm. But without letting the negativity take over. 
because, let's face it, setbacks are a part of life. That's right. But if you can kind of zero in, sort of focus on those things that you actually do have control over, that's that's a technique, a pretty effective technique in keeping some of that negativity at bay. Mm-hmm. And there you go. We're going to take a quick break. 738, Jeff and Janet, Q1. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. More of the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. More of the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. You know, there's that joke that people make about historically bad franchises like, oh, you're a Cleveland Browns fan? You must drink a lot. (laughs) You have to. Yeah. So a company that makes mobile smartphone breathalyzers got tons of volunteers to submit voluntary blood alcohol readings as they watch their NFL teams from last September through January. Okay. In all, they got more than 28,000 unique blood alcohol content tests. Okay. And surprisingly, uh, Cleveland, Brown, <laughs> Cleveland Browns fans were in the middle of the pack. Yeah. This was actually a pretty good year for them, so maybe that curb they're bruising a bit. I don't know. But uh, in the end, there was not a clear correlation between the team's performance and how much their fans drink well do you think you drink more when your team is losing or when your team is winning yes. well <laughs> yes the answer is yes actually the kansas city chiefs fans uh drank the least the fans maybe the team and they won the super Different bowl story kansas city chiefs fans drank the least and they just huh. won the super bowl so here are the fan bases that drank the least uh let's see kansas city chiefs with an average of .05, and they won the Super Bowl, followed by the Washington Commanders, New York Giants, Baltimore Ravens. They almost made the Super Bowl. And the L.A. Chargers. Now, you could argue the Washington Commanders and the New York Giants didn't make the playoffs, so, you know, what does that say? And then you have the fan bases on the other extreme that drank the most. Uh, That would be the Tennessee Titans, with an average blood alcohol of .09. They did not make the playoffs. Uh, followed by the Pittsburgh Steelers, who did make the playoffs. The Colts, who didn't. Falcons didn't. New Orleans Saints didn't. Anyway, Are the Bengals on here at all? Well, they're they're in the middle. Oh. Uh, the let's see, we were twenty one. Uh, That's towards the bottom, right? Yeah, we were twenty one. 
Bengals fans and Buffalo Bills fans. So our blood alcohol, average blood alcohol content was 0.067. Now, again, these are mobile readings. Yeah, so take that for what it's worth. Yeah, all of those, right. They weren't necessarily taken at a stadium or bar, so there's no reason to think that they were driving. Mm-hmm. And since anything football seems to involve Taylor Swift these days, <laughs> they also checked the blood alcohol content levels of Swifties. And they're mm-hmm. higher? They drink more than Chiefs fans. Well, that's because we're partying at the T-Swift show, dude. It's such a good time. But they drink less than Titans fans. Yeah. Uh, if Swifties were an NFL fan base, though, they would have ranked 20th right by the Bengals. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, but Nashville, you got to think about where the Titan Stadium is, too. I mean, all they have, the tailgating there is so fun. Plus, they have all those bars right there leading up to the stadium. Right. Maybe that's why they have more, a better buzz. Yeah. I love that we're still talking about football. <laughs> I know. You love that? I do. I know. I know, but you know, Red's opening day is not that far away. I just it, When does spring training start? Spring training started already. So oh, it has. Yep. So the pitchers February. and catchers are already there. Um, I think they're the home the opening day is March what, thirtieth, something like that. I forget, but it's not too far away. But I saw a billboard today. For the FC Cincinnati. Their first game is February twenty fifth. Yeah, it'll be here before oh, cool. you know it. crazy. Yeah, I can bust out my FC quarter zip. Yes, yeah. you can. Yeah. You know, there is a, another super a super bold story here about Patrick Mahomes' brother. Did you hear about this? His Mm-mm. brother. His brother Jackson that you know, is is hated. A lot of people just do not like this guy at all. But it looks like he might have been a hero on Wednesday. There's a tweet going around saying that he was with a group of people seeking safety from the gunfire. And he was taking care of a child who'd lost his parents and was helping to keep the boy calm. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, speaking of sports, Iowa's Caitlin Clark set the new scoring record in women's college basketball. She is so fun to watch. Do you guys watch her at all? It is mind-blowing. I watch the highlights see her when, they, when they show them. Yeah, she's she, insane. She did it with a monster three-point shot yeah. from the home court logo. Here's Here comes Clark. Clark. How will she go for history? The logo, the yeah. all-time leading scorer in women's college basketball. Caitlin Clark now has 3,528 points in her career. Wow. Let's hear it one more time for number 22, Caitlin Clark. Oh. Yeah, now she's only 99 points away from the all-time record, men and women, no that has been in place for over 50 wow. years. Wow. Good for her. So, yeah, she's just crazy good. By the way, they were playing Michigan and beat them 106 and 89. Yeah. They were interviewing her last night on the news before the game. So they recorded it earlier that day. And they asked her about, you know, what's going to happen? How do you feel like what's going to happen when you get to break the record. And she was like, well, I hope they don't pause the game because that's going to ruin our, like, momentum moving right. forward. She was like, Yeah, let's hope to... they don't make that that's big a deal said. about She's it. like, I don't want them to stop the game. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's how, like, in it, her yeah. head. I know. Was, I'm watching know. the highlights now. But that was that was the shot. And she's, like, 10 feet behind the three-point line. Yeah, that's sick. It's in, yeah, it's crazy. That's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, they she's did so celebrate good. afterwards. So good. 
Did you guys hear the story of this high school cheerleader who was wearing an official uniform at school and was told to cover up? No. That was always my... I loved doing that when we got to wear our uniforms to school. Yeah. Yeah, the mother of a high school cheerleader in Michigan is upset because the school told her daughter to cover up while she was wearing her official cheerleading uniform. That the school picked out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, now, it was not during a game. It was during school. But at the girls' school, you know, like every school I've ever attended, it's not uncommon for athletes to be asked to wear uniforms to school on game days. All the time. Yeah. And the girls' cheerleading coach told the cheerleaders to wear theirs. Yeah. Again, also very common. Yep. Well, the mother says her daughter was told that she needed to put some pants on because if she didn't cover up, that it would be a distraction to the boys. Would it be, Jeff, when you were you distracted <laughs> by the cheerleaders when they wore their short skirts to school? Yes, I was. <laughs> so I called the school office and I was told that they are to wear pants under their uniforms at all times. It is a distraction to the boys. I don't feel that that should be a distraction to the boys. Girls have been wearing cheer uniforms issued by the school since I was in high school. Yeah, she's not wrong. Yeah. So the mom wants to know if the uniform is appropriate to wear at games, then why would it not be appropriate to wear at school? She makes a really good point. Mm -hmm. uh, the school says it's not a big deal. Huh. Really? Because it sounds like you're making it a big deal. Yeah. They released a statement saying that athletic uniforms may not meet school dress code requirements. And this happens to be the case for the length of the cheerleading skirts. Huh. I'm with the mom on this one. Yeah, yeah totally. Yep, you know, I'm, like, yes, I was distracted, but that's on me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you, you need to learn to focus through your hormones. Exactly. You know? <laughs> it's that's, a that's part of growing into, yeah. an, uh, into an adult. Yes. Right. You got to practice. That's crazy. It's funny. I don't let my daughter wear her cheer uniform to school because she's gross. And we, I'm just like, I don't trust that she's not going to get it just totally destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> Do the other kids wear theirs? Sometimes. I think some of them have uh, older cheer outfits. Uh -huh. Like this year, for example, they're getting new uniforms. Mm -hmm. So I will let her wear last year's uniform to school now. Gotcha. But I'm not letting her wear this year's uniform. Okay. No way, ma'am. Mm. Mm -mm. You know what? I mean, even if she sits on a booger, it's on there. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, mudslides are not just happening in California. They can happen really anywhere in the country. And there is a Target store in the state of West Virginia that is slowly being swallowed up uh, by this continuing landslide they're dealing with there. Uh, portions of this Target in West Virginia now have to be demolished after being taken over and damaged by a slow-moving hillside slip. Mm. Can you imagine? Like, don't they do geological surveys of... of so you know if there's a likelihood of... You would think. On, on a piece of land before you, you build think. on it. You would think. Especially especially if you're investing that kind of money. Like right. Well, it's a big surprise. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anyone expected the back of the hill to start sliding. We'll just wait it out. There's other places to go in the meantime. I mean, when they reopen, I'll still come back to it. But, I mean, it does kind of make you wonder, like, when you walk in the store again, if something else is going to happen, you know. Because there's no way to bring out the Army Corps of Engineers something to try to fix it. Fix yep. that. I guess not. Don't you think this about sinkholes, too? 
I, I often think about you never really know when the when the earth is just going to open up and your car could go in. Right. Oh, yeah. That's been a big I problem in Florida. Yeah. And I saw, too, there was a video of it happening in Cleveland where it was like a police cruiser, I think, or something had... They knew that there was a hole starting and the police cruiser kind of pulled up to make sure that nobody else was going to. Approached dr- it. Yeah. And it swallowed the police cruiser. Oh Has anybody ever done a study of the safest place to live <laughs> in the country <laughs> that has the least amount of natural disasters? Like, you're not, where is there where, I mean, finding a place that doesn't have a hurricane, that's pretty easy. But then, you know, let's say no tornadoes, no mudslides, no sinkholes, no earthquakes, blizzards. no like severe blizzards. Yeah. You know, where, where is the safest place to live in the country? So you're not going to like it. Seattle. It is not Seattle. There's no way it's Seattle. Well, you it's don't have too- to worry about tornadoes there. Uh, you don't have to, well, earthquakes might be a thing. Yeah. What Definitely. about the storms coming off of the Pacific? Do they ever get yeah, hurricane-style storms? Some, uh, not really. They have to have really violent in Seattle. They worry that, oh, like, that they rain. have tsunami alerts along the coastline. Okay. But <laughs> no big deal. No, no. If you move a little inland, you should be okay. How far inland is Seattle? Well, then you got the mountains. What about the blizzards? Don't they have a lot of snow there? Uh, depending on the elevation and where in Washington, it's yeah. got to be in the middle somewhere. Like can't it's no, got to be Kansas, Kansas is tornado, tornado city. That's tornado alley. Yeah. Man. Is it somewhere like Montana? No, because they have those giant. It feels like minus 56 there in the winter. And, oh, yeah, and let's oh, not forget about avalanches. Yeah. I don't know. I think you're SOL. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you that like growing up in New England, you know the 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 biggest weather event we'd have to worry about would be a nor'easter, but we're we're pretty well equipped for that. I mean, that's not to say that it won't shut us down for a bit, but we're usually able to you know dig ourselves out of it quickly. within a couple of days, mm-hmm. in most cases, with rare exceptions. Uh, but you know, when you get hurricanes, especially if you live down in the Cape, those can be pretty devastating if you got waterfront property. Oceanfront I wonder if it's property. like West Virginia, maybe. Maybe things aren't too rough in West Virginia. What do well, they got there? Well, mudslides now. A la Target. <laughs> I don't know. I think you just got to stay where you are on your farm. Every state's got their own problems. Yeah. Every now and then when the topic of a state seceding from the rest of the country, like from the USA, comes up. Because, you know, being in a union can be tough and it's easier to get mad because maybe, you know, you live in a state and you don't agree with, you know, the laws that are being made in Washington and you're like, hey, you know, we we are our we own state. Like we want to do our own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what states are more open to, if you were to poll the populations in each state and ask people, do you think the state you live in should secede from the rest of the U.S. We'll run down the list of states that have the most people that want out of the U.S. They want to, like, form their own country. Mm-hmm. You know, like like the country of West Virginia, for instance. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ohio is going to be its own country. That would be so weird. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. You know, we got to have a passport every time we want to cross the Brent Spence. <laughs> no way. Thanks for listening. 
to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.